award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. I'm Jason, and I'm glad y'all are tuning in with us today. I've got a great show lined up. I'm so excited to have uh, Mr. Hickok45. If you follow him on YouTube, you know who he is, and it's going to be a fun show. Talking about shooting today, Don. Exactly. If you've ever Googled, or not Googled, but searched for anything on YouTube about guns, yeah, no doubt. You've met Hickok 45. You know what I call somebody with uh, 6.45 subscribers to their channel? <laughs> What's that? Sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, this has been a long time coming. I reached out to, to Hickok, and he said, yeah, we'll, we'll make that happen. Yeah, so, uh, that's right. I'm excited to have him on the show. Uh, if you're listening or watching, uh, you know, Stay with us because it's going to be a fun one. Exactly. Uh, Don, uh, you want to highlight a, a radio station? That yeah, yeah. 93.9 The Duck in Tullahoma, uh, one of our, our radio stations that plays us uh, on Saturdays. We appreciate them so much, and uh, along with all our other radio partners out there, too. Yeah. So, yeah, we appreciate them so much. If you uh, if you follow us, you know, we're out there on most pa- uh, podcasting platforms. You yep. can find us on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram. We're out there all over the place. So uh, keep following us. Keep coming back and checking us out. And, uh, well, let's get started. I'm yeah. excited. We're going to run out of time if we don't get started now. But uh, Mr. Hickok45 is with us today. Thanks for coming. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching your stuff for a while now uh, on YouTube. Um, I started shopping for a handgun one one day, and and I searched in, started looking, and you popped up, and I watched almost every <laughs> video, I think, on the handguns that you were demoing that day. But, uh, you know, since that time, it's a great resource for folks to go to and check out. But um, educate us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about yourself, your background. I know you're an educator. You're an educator on YouTube for sure. And and uh, well, I don't know about that. We have a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully, there's a little bit of education involved. Uh, but, uh, well, I, I grew up in uh, Kentucky, and and was able to start shooting pretty early on, you know, off and on. And uh, uh, father had a 50-acre farm, and we'd get out and shoot. And awesome. I was, yeah. you know, it was really, really nice. I got the bug at that time. And then, of course, you get involved in school and high school and sports and everything, and I didn't have the opportunities as much a little bit later. Uh, we moved back to uh, a more congested area for a while. But uh, but when I got out of college, that's when it really hit. I, I Okay, I'm free now, and I've got a little money. <laughs> <laughs> and I I got into the hobby in a bigger way because I had the bug. I've always had the bug to, to shoot, and so I picked up uh, you know a 357 Magnum, a 45 uh, Colt. It was a Ruger Blackhawk, uh-huh. and and I just loved it. And of course I put always with the 22 long rifle, but mm-hmm. I I had always had a yen, yen for a big bore. Yeah, I mean I watched those westerns growing up, and Roy Rogers and John Wayne, yeah, and, uh, everybody. They had a forty-five, and uh, yeah, and I, that's what I wanted, and I got one and started shooting. Awesome, yeah. So right out of college, is kind of when the bug hit and the love happened. Yeah, I couldn't afford to shoot as much. I could barely, you know, afford the gun. I, in fact, I bought the Blackhawk. That was my last uh, semester, a quarter of college, a little money I had, a kind of a windfall from something, and. 
and I bought I didn't even know I, I went to a gun shop in Clarksville Tennessee I said I'd like to look at your Colt 45s and and of course typical gun shop owner sometimes at the time you know he was really a little bit impatient with me uh-huh, I, was, uh-huh. I didn't know I thought but like a Colt 45s a Colt 45 like like John Wayne carried you yeah well we don't have one of those we got this Ruger I was like Okay, what's that? You know, I didn't, you know, I was, uh-huh. man, when I think back how green I was. But, <laughs> and I remember buying cartridges at that shop, though, for that firearm uh, by, by uh, in singles. At that time, you could buy, like, two cartridges. They'd have a box that was open. And, wow. it was, you know, I don't know what it was, three cents a round or oh, nickel wow. a round or something. Yeah. And, uh, and I would buy, like, 10 or 20 rounds as I could afford it because I wasn't <laughs> quite even out of school yet when I got that. Yeah. So. And then one for your pocket, right? Yeah, one for my pocket, <laughs> my Barney bullet. You know? That's right. Uh, talk about being green. That's I think that's the way I felt when I first started shopping to, you know, yeah. watch some of your stuff, you know, and start learning about the different calibers and different rounds and the things that, you know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of information out there to to learn. Oh, there is. It's like any endeavor with music or whatever it is, musician, you look for instruments or or computers back in the day. You know, anytime you're learning some new, new, I try to Keep that in mind. You know, yeah. we talk to people who are a novice. They don't. They don't know anything. Maybe right. You know? And we try to do some basics videos too. Mm-hmm. And I try to. Well, I try not to talk down to anybody, even though I'm six eight. But you know, in the video, <laughs> you know, I do probably forget sometimes when I just mention something because I'll see it in a comment. Someone says, "Well, that's all well and good, but what caliber is that gun?" Mm-hmm. You know, it's <laughs> and maybe it's a Glock 17 or something. You know, it just comes in. It is a nine millimeter. You know, all Glock 70s are nine millimeter. Yeah. You don't think about it you right. know people don't know or you may even hold up the, the cartridge and show show them you know up close and there's yeah. something about it and there's something obvious you just didn't mention i'll yeah. have to say though that that you do a great job of of covering the gamut of of uh education on the on on your videos i you do a great Thank job you. I try to so you you know the the novice like you said that that is just kind of tuning in for the first time all mm-hmm. and not knowing much they you know yeah. they're going to get something out of it as well as the experts too so i hope so i kind of assume no knowledge when we're doing especially basics videos on something but uh educate really educational video for reviewing a firearm you know, like a, a new SIG that comes out or something, maybe not as much. Uh-huh. But, but I, I try to keep that in mind. I taught seventh grade for a long time. And you have to talk really slow <laughs> and get their attention, you know, sometimes. So that helps, I think. And, yeah. And plus, I'm probably middle age of a seventh grader, maybe a fifth grader myself. <laughs> but uh, but it's, it's a lot of fun. John and I have a great time, you know, doing it. And, uh, I mean... Think about it. It's a dream come true in a lot of ways. You have uh-huh. a hobby your whole life, and then maybe you say it's golf, for example. You're you know the guy or the gal that's always trying to get out to play that golf yeah. course on the weekend, and never enough time to play golf, and everything. And then someone taps them on the shoulder when they're like 60 years old or so, and says, "Hey." You really like golf, don't you? Guess what we're going to do? We're going to buy you a golf course and give you all the range time you want and just let you play golf for a living now or something. You know? We so might roll a little film on it, but, <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, 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 it's kind yeah, of what happens. Share your experience. You <laughs> yeah, know? you get to shoot for a living. Yeah. Oh, man, that's great. Yeah. So uh, kind of jump back a little bit. 2007, you said this kind of when mm-hmm. this took off. Uh, tell us how that took. I mean, what was the? It's when the we trick? started. Yeah. yeah, how did all that really take off? And and what what was the gun that started it? <laughs> well, uh, I'll try to be briefly brief sure. as possible. Uh, John was in college at the time, 
And I had done, uh, as I was teaching the novel Shane, I had done some things at my range there for my students. I showed them what a 45 Colt really looked like and how it worked and how it sounded and all that. And I brought that in, of course, digitally, you know, on mm -hmm. video to them. I sent a copy to John. He said, Dad, you should do something like this for YouTube. There's not much on YouTube at all. Uh -huh. That was early days, you know. Yeah. So we messed around and, and did uh, uh, something with Glocks. He's showing, oh, this is a Glock 19. Here's how it comes apart. Or some, a couple yeah. of things like that. And it just, just for fun. There was no, so different from the way people get into YouTube now or doing things. They're saying, wow, there's an op option to, as a career or to uh, have some uh, additional income, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'd probably be doing the same thing if I was starting today and thinking yeah. about it. But at that time, I, I didn't know there was anything like that, that there was any money to be made you know, like from ads or anything. Uh -huh. We just thought it would be you know, fun and cool to, to put some things on YouTube and show some other people. And uh, to, to sound altruistic, you know, to, I've been messing with firearms my whole life. Mm -hmm. And give a little back, maybe help some sure. other people, you know, too. It's, it's a part of it. I, I, I know a little bit about it, and I can share what I do know. And so that's really how, how it got going. And it wasn't with any particular one gun that uh, – that got it started, other than that, the Glock or those Western guns yeah. for the Shane uh, video, uh, and, it, and then we were just surprised that uh, that anybody wanted to watch them, really, and <laughs> you know, get some views. And wow, a thousand people watch this! You know, we were amazed, and uh, yeah. and then the comments indicated people kind of liked it, even though we didn't know how to edit video. Mm -hmm. I think in the first couple of videos, it shows me walk, you know, reaching around turning the camera on even. You, know, <laughs> you didn't know how to edit. Yeah. Turns out that was a good thing, because we still don't. You know. Yeah, well, it's you know, it shows yeah. the, uh, the honesty and the transparency and, and mm -hmm. just, can't hide much. Yeah, just you, know. you out there doing what you love, you know. <laughs> say something stupid, it's in there. <laughs> and you know, the thing about that is if you say, if you misspeak at all, or you, fortunately out of all the videos, there's not there's not too many cases of that where it's like horrible. You, oh, why did I do that? If it's too bad, you can just not post it, of course, right, or take yeah. it down. Mm -hmm. But if you said something that was a little off or whatever, a video I did in 2011 or 10 or, or 9, uh, today somebody's looking at it right now as we yeah. speak, and they're, they're probably typing a comment, you know, Hickok, <laughs> that didn't make sense, you know. So, yeah, so you, you live with it forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the comments are crazy to keep up with, you know. Oh, man. You, you can't really. Views. You can't yeah. really. Not on we got, I guess, 2,500 or 3,000 videos, whatever it is now. So. Wow. Well, one thing I was kind of surprised about is that uh, you're the only range I know that allows pot smoking that, I, yeah. that I've seen. That's right. You know, that, it's just uh, like being in Las Vegas. And <laughs> 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 uh, I love that comment when he says that. We're going to do a little pot Let's smoking. Let's do a little pot so, smoking. So those folks that are listening and watching, explain what pot smoking yeah. is. <laughs> well, you just decided one day that the clay pots were a nice target. Heck and yeah. They and blow looks, all the pieces. It's not really smoke. I guess technically it was dust, <laughs> yeah. but smoke sounds better. Yeah, yeah. And they, they make nice targets. Yeah, We kind of pioneered some of those targets from early on. Just I've always liked reactionary, reactionary targets. That's why yeah. I got shooting steel early on and enjoyed that, uh, and uh, more so than paper. Mm -hmm. And so the two liters, I'm not sure anybody shot two liters before we started doing that. And then, uh, and then of course, the pots. I don't know if anybody else does that or not. But yeah. they're just things that get a reaction. That's the fun part of shooting, if you can yeah. do that. I know I hear from a lot of people that wish they could take a tin can to their shooting range, but most ranges you can't do that for obvious reasons. It's kind of like it them. takes you back to that 11-year-old. Yeah, you know, we were talking earlier about, about you know starting off as a kid and, yeah. and taking that 22 out and, and yeah. having a pocket full of ammo and, oh, yeah. and just 
you know, tin cans, whatever, yeah. you know, that you could it shoot. Is. And, Don't you wish every uh, 10 or 11-year-old could do that? Oh, today? man, I know it. Well, let's say most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not everyone. Uh, let's let's talk about shooting ranges for a minute. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I love shooting still mm-hmm. still plates. That's fun. I mean, you hear the you hear the reaction of the target. You know, yeah. you hit it. You know, and all that. Uh, I, we talked about the the pots. What about the bowling pins? Those are fun. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's uh, another good target. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I've been shooting those for a long time. I uh, well, I actually competed in a couple or three bowling pin matches back. Uh, okay. 80s when those were popular. I, uh-huh. They're still doing them somewhere, probably. Uh, somewhere, was it Michigan where they, I know Masa Yub and others uh, started. Maybe uh, Bill Wilson might have been in on that, but mm. that was a big deal. I probably saw huh. a video on that, that that made me think more about it and then got into it a little bit. You got, Like a local indoor range would do those occasionally because, you know, it's not that hard to set up some tables and, mm-hmm. you know, bowling pins. And every Tuesday night, kind of like a bowling league, you know, of all <laughs> yeah. things, but a better bowling league. Uh, but, so yeah. those last very long? I- you get a couple they're, of rounds out of those. Yeah, they're they're pretty durable. Yeah. Uh, what depends on what you hit them with. Now, if you shoot them with a lot of forty five seventy, they won't last as long. Mm. But they're really tough. Oh man! I mean, obviously, <laughs> we all know bowling pins are tough. They take a beating, you know what yeah. gets them first usually is uh, the weather. You know, you oh, know, if you leave yeah. them out there and you shoot them a, a few times, then they get wet uh-huh. and then they obviously begin moisture to gets inside. And yeah. yeah. Well, let's give some folks some tips on a range. I mean, we we see you shooting and and uh, you got all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff to shoot at targets and things. But what's some tips you'd give folks uh, on setting up a range at home? Well, if they got a home and a place on on their own property, yeah. Uh, yeah, just uh, yeah, whatever you want that's safe. And I always recommend if you're going to set up steel, and that's you know really popular now. If if a person has property where they can do that, uh-huh. they generally want to do that. You know, so uh, we got a video on that shooting steel safely. I think it's called. But yeah, I think I you saw want that. a flat, you know, ideally flat steel, no edges at all. Ideally AR five hundred good hard steel. Mm-hmm. And uh, then no, you know, no edges and hanging is good. Hanging is uh-huh. really good for the give and and uh, the splatter goes down right, and out right. and around. Uh, those are the the most important thing. And I learned that uh, not from watching videos. I learned that from experience. So I had a guy make me some plates and a little stand. I put them on a timber as my first range go around probably uh-huh. pictures of that somewhere and it was fine you'd knock them off go set them up but you have got to have a pedestal of some sort they won't sit of course and uh lead would go down into that the bottom if you hit close to it especially the the bottom lip mm-hmm. and, and it, it would sometimes come back a little bit you know so, uh-huh. I, was, mm. so I went back to the drawing board had a guy design me some that were kind of a poly uh, or a lollipop design you know, you have the same eight-inch circle, but on a stand about that long, just about an inch or two wide. You know, just uh-huh. to get it up away from the stand down there. Sure. Yeah, about Always six inches or Always thinking when you're so, genius, yeah. right? <laughs> and that did work better, but you still hit down there low, and you still get some back. You know? Yeah. So then I had a friend of mine who was a welder uh, to make me that, that plate rack where they're just swinging, and that just eliminates all yeah. of that almost. Yeah. I know some of the cowboy shooting and target shooting at ranges, those are tilted, right? Kind of got a slant to kind them. Kind of tilted down. It yeah, down they may things. not be slinging or swinging. They're not necessarily loose, but they're angled you know, backwards just right. a bit, maybe. Yeah. The top and they, they shoot that stuff close. You ever been to a cowboy match? Uh, I've seen a couple, yeah. I mean, they shoot a cow, uh, you know, a big piece of steel up here that wall sometimes. <laughs> 
I think in USPSA, the rule used to be at least, I think, 11 yards. That you need to have your closest steel 11 uh, yards away. Gotcha. Cowboy action shooter, I think they a little closer sometimes. But it's big, flat, and, you know, it's lead bullets. And, you know. Yeah. My wife and I got to go do that for a weekend in Fredericksburg, Texas, uh, yeah. back quite a few years ago now but man we had a ball it was it was so much oh, fun. it is fun that's what got me into it well you know the other thing on the range i probably didn't answer your question thoroughly i think if you have to go somewhere to shoot maybe you got an uncle or a relative that has some land you can shoot on uh, probably can't do this at a formal shooting range but you can get a couple of those plates or three or four of them just with a hole in them like I have, and they're all over the web. You can find that mm-hmm. stuff in AR-500 steel and get you some of the plant hangers like I have, uh, shepherd's hooks. Yeah, and yeah, you, can, yeah right. you can throw those in the trunk, really, and, and, and go stick them in the ground and have a big blast shooting steel. Uh-huh. You know, like on, you're pretty easy to set up. And there's some other companies now, the targets, are there's just a wide array of targets available mm-hmm. like that that are designed to be carried in your truck or trunk right. and set up to shoot at. And then all the, all the animals, different shapes and sizes. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. or That's just get cool. some bowling pins or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, um We've talked a little bit about. Well, we didn't really touch on safety. Well, a little bit of safety on the on the on the angle of the target, but you know, ear protection, eye protection, obviously. Yeah, you always you know. want that. Always want that. Yeah. So save the ears and and save the eyes and take the whole family out there. Have fun with it. And, and good all, it, good for you on the safety part too, because you know, in all the videos I've watched of of yours, that you know, safety is always always right up there at the top. Really, really uh, focus on that. So important. And there's a couple of places where I I might have goofed a little bit, you know, on like maybe my finger was on a tree. It's just out of three thousand videos, but I, it's, it's really rare. I think really rare. And the other thing, some people don't realize. When you're doing a video, like uh, if say I'm shooting in this direction, there's the range, and normally you don't turn around with the firearm. Right. You know, if you're at a range, even your own, there's no reason to be pointing in any direction. Right. It's the target. Exactly. Ever, you know? Exactly. But the camera's back here, you know, and so I'm talking to the camera, and I want to show. So I, I, some of that is just part of the. The show, uh-huh. the show the gun, you know, but you know, or, or holding it and pointing it up that way, which you wouldn't normally do. I mean, people have a heart attack and be diving if you're starting to point your gun all around, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. At a range, uh-huh. yeah. but we try to you know, exercise safe or, or demonstrate safety in an extreme manner. Yeah, know, for for viewers, I think you do a great job for sure. Well, let's jump into handguns, finding that right, the find that perfect handgun, whether it's for. For carry or for target shooting, uh, you cover a lot of handguns, and you brought one with you today. We can show that off if you want to, okay. and, and talk about handguns a little bit. <laughs> That's the way I got introduced to Hickok yeah. forty five. Is my dad was researching, you know, what he and I could carry, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. uh, and so we were looking at nine millimeters and three eighties, and oh, and man. and he showed me. Gosh, I don't know how many of your videos he showed me back in the day when we were you to watch. <laughs> I run into a lot of, of course, viewers out and around, and they have their kids with them. You know, it's funny. They, I say, you don't make him watch or her watch, do you? Your wife or whatever. But uh, I just brought this. I think, see, this is my uh, one of my favorite cons, and people who watch your videos know we've checked it once. We'll check it again. Yes, it's sir. very clear. But uh, it's a forty-five Colt. And this is uh, my Davy Colt, one of my Davy Colts. I just brought that along as a prop. And I guess this would be an example of, uh, of uh, you know, picking out a gun that you just enjoy shooting. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. probably not going to, like, as a concealed It's carry. a lot to carry, yeah. <laughs> you could. But, but, uh, but, you know, there's so many guns out there that are uh, are just great 
uh, I, that it's 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 tough to nail it down. I always recommend people get to a, a good range, rental range. You mm-hmm. know, there's so many indoor ranges they specialize. That's in that right. Now. Yeah, and 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 it costs a little money. But rent those firearms. Narrow down as much as possible, maybe, before that. You, you know, this is my price range. Sure. My buddy's got a SIG P365 or a Glock 43X or whatever it is, and I sort of like the feel of it. You, normally, people are going to have a little bit of an idea, maybe, or a, or a J. Frame Smith, whatever it might be, and uh, try to rent that thing and shoot it because that's just so, so valuable. Was anybody who has shot knows. Yeah. And uh, you might be really surprised by, wow, I thought I liked that. It felt good in my buddy's uh, uh, garage, but I don't like the recoil. <laughs> right. The trigger is right. horrible. Yeah, uh, the trigger. Like clock. And yeah, <laughs> the trigger stood out for me when I was, yeah. you know, shooting and you know, find that right trigger oh, pull yeah. and, and uh, the sights. The trigger so important. You know, the other thing that really muddies the issue. Uh, I tell people sometimes is. Even once you th- you have done gone through all that and been really smart about it, taking your time, and you get the one, maybe it is a Glock 43X, let's say, or a Sig P365, yeah, and you, you really, yeah, this is good, yeah, I like it, and you shoot it range, and okay, then you shoot that for a period of two months, and then you shoot a buddy's gun, something you rejected earlier. What if, as you gain in skill mm. and comfort with that, with shooting in general, uh-huh. you get you're just a better shooter, right? You know how to control the trigger better and the sights and everything, uh, your taste might actually change uh-huh. to some extent. Then your buddy's gun, you get to shooting on both, and you say, you know, actually, I think I like that one better now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that could happen, but that's that'd give you an excuse to buy another gun. Though, yeah, right? I think that's kind of my excuse, you know, after after yeah. picking one out. I'm like, well, maybe I want a little bit smaller to carry. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know? there, there you go. And you need to get to go go down a size or check something else. Well, that's the big big else. factor. You know, what are you going to do with it? You want to mm-hmm. ask you, what is this for? The range? If it's for the range, doesn't matter how big it is. And right. a bigger guns easier to shoot well uh-huh. and, and more fun. Yeah. usually. And uh, if it's for concealed carry. Then be careful. You'll easily get something too big. You know, so. Depends on how you dress sometimes, how too. How you dress, <laughs> or what kind of holster, what, what's your plan for right. carrying it? And it? It's a jungle out there. It's it's not easy to, to get the right one. And you, you, you'll you end up with three or four. You know, yeah. around. <laughs> and you pray you never have to use it. <laughs> yep, that's for sure. Um, well... You don't hunt much. You said we talked yeah. earlier. You you hunted when you were younger, but uh, you don't yeah. hunt as much these days. But you still love to shoot long long guns, and you still right. love to shoot the muzzleloader guns, things like yeah. that. Uh, yeah. What's yeah. your favorite long gun? I saw a video just recently. Bolt action. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Which which bolt action could I sell, or what I want to sell if I had to sell one? Which, yeah. Which is the last one I'd sell. <laughs> the last yeah. one you'd sell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kept the the the, the Saco. You know, is how you pronounce it, but mm-hmm. I was everybody calls it Saco, but yeah, I think it's Saco that the uh, Bavarian. Yeah, that's a tough choice. I, I love those uh, all those, those bolt guns. Does anybody sees that video? Anybody watches the videos knows all those guns are favorites. Actually, yeah. But uh, I, you know, it's, it, it, you really can't pick. As I say, it's like picking your favorite child. You know, I love my Civil War uh, 1861 Springfield mm. rifle muzzleloader as much as anything. You know, I like my Swedish Mauser. I, I like my lever guns. I mean, there's. I don't want to give any of them up. I like them all a lot. And uh, same with handguns, you know. They're they're just all great and they're all fun. So, uh, yeah, and I hunted a little bit in the early 70s. I got into shooting steel animals. Uh-huh. 
And I don't know, kind of satisfied that, you know, scratch that itch. Right? <laughs> Ever since, I've been knocking around steel. You know? Steel animals are a little bit easier to find. I let uh, someone else go. I tell you, whenever I come up, I used to have students occasionally, not very often. I was in pretty conservative teaching situations. If uh, some little girl or boy, whatever, was giving someone else a hard time about hunting, you know, I would just, uh, I, I, I didn't intrude on the conversation, but if I overheard it, i said, say, yeah, that's right, I, uh, yeah, hunting is, is, is that's not something I want to do. I, I'm just not sure I, I go along with that. I, I like to go to the grocery. Let's, I like to pay somebody else to kill my game and go to the grocery and pick it up nice and wrapped and, and ready to cook. You know, and I, you know, just <laughs> make the poor poor student not make them feel bad. But you know, I mean, people don't make think, them about, think that. about it. They just yeah. don't think about that. You yeah, know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it definitely. Uh, uh, Free range is a lot better for you and, and tastes much yeah. better in a lot of cases. But, yeah, they don't yeah. understand what goes on behind the scenes when those That's package true. stores and things, yeah. That's true. That's true. Well, um, tips on cleaning and storage. I'm sure you have to do that a lot with, mm-hmm. with what you're doing. So any tips on that or suggestions well, for folks after you go shooting? Yeah. Uh, as I've mentioned over the years, the uh, – uh, a couple of things I do. I just have always made sure I keep my firearms wiped down because I have several firearms. And whenever I take one out of the safe for any reason, to put it back, I, I keep a rag soaked in my favorite gun oil, which mm-hmm. it could be any gun oil, but I just keep it damp. It's hanging really on the on the knob. It's right uh-huh. there. There's one on every safe. And I just wipe it down quickly. It doesn't take much long at all. Set it, put it back in the sock or whatever. And set it. I keep them in socks, almost all of them, in gun socks. Yeah. And tuck them in there and uh i i have i don't think i've ever had rust in 50 years on a firearm by by doing that and and i don't shy away from touching i don't even worry or if i hand one to somebody to, to look at I, you touch the steel all you want to it's yeah. not an issue i'm going to wipe it down before i set it back in there sure you know and uh so that's that's a biggie right there and then uh and I like the gun socks. I've heard people say they've had them in a sock for a long time and pull it out and it was rusting or something. And I've never experienced that, but I, I'll take their word for it. They did. Uh, they may have had dampness in there. Or right. I don't know. So that that I do in terms of story. And of course, a gun safe is important yes. to keep them locked. You know, to where uh, you know unauthorized hands can't get to them. Sure. Now, for your carry gun and all that, I understand people, you know, that's a different matter maybe, And but, but you want to secure them and know where they are and whether they're loaded where, you know, no one can get to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. I think about black powder too. It's probably, that's that's the gun you want to get cleaned down the first and wiped down first, run a swap through it or something, you know, Yeah. before, well. uh, before putting that away. And that, that affects the shot too. You know, after you shoot those over and over again, yeah. you, you have to play that. You, that keep range. Them, you keep them clean, though, and it's amazing. You know, the, the original Civil War rifles that I've purchased, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, are in pretty good shape. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's cool. Been taken care of. Well, it's been fun. We ran out of time, Don. That's amazing. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's flown by. Time flies when you're having fun. It uh, does. So, uh, you know, it's been fun. I think we covered most of my, my notes here. Um, but go check out uh, Hickok 45's channel on YouTube. Uh He's got some great stuff out there. If you're oh, shopping yeah. for a handgun, shopping for a long gun, uh, just want to get into fun action shooting or, or backyard target practice, uh, check out his stuff. Good stuff. Very good stuff. So, Any final words? Well, just uh, good to be here, and uh, thanks for the work you all do. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 
Uh, this is Tennessee Wildcast. Thank you for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, remember, tnwildlife.org is our website. Uh, go get you a hunting license. Check out our e-store uh, and get up to date on everything Tennessee Wildlife right there. And uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in. Thank you guys for being with us. You bet. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.